When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Classic Comedy Old Time Radio Podcast, your go-to destination for timeless laughs and entertainment. Our podcast features the best classic comedy radio shows from the golden age of radio, including iconic programs like The Jack Benny Show, Fibber McGee and Molly, and The Abbott and Costello Show. With our carefully curated collection of episodes, you'll be transported back in time to an era where humor was simple, clever, and truly funny. So, tune in and join us for the nostalgic journey through the world of classic comedy radio. Laugh your way through the past with the Classic Comedy Old Time Radio Podcast. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Here's something most of us have to think about sooner or later. Retirement. You know, it can be a long vacation, carefree and gay, or it can be a long ordeal, depressing and uncertain. It all depends on how well you've planned for it. A lot of folks are including United States savings bonds in their retirement plans. Smart people. They know that savings bonds are a safe, sound, sure investment. They know they'll get back $4 for every $3 they put in. $100 for every $75 invested when those bonds mature. And you know that happens in less than 10 years. Of course, savings bonds can now be held beyond their maturity date at further interest. The highest rate it's ever been. 3% interest, compounded semi-annually, for as long as 10 years beyond the maturity date of the bonds. Start planning for your retirement now. You'll discover you'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy United States savings bonds today. mailman has just left another batch of Christmas cards at 79 Whistle Vista this morning. And Mr. and Mrs. McGee are happily looking them over. Don't you love to get Christmas cards, McGee? Sure do. Look at this one from the Toopses. Hmm. Picture of a big holly wreath and it says, Hope you have a Christmas wreathed in happiness. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Yeah. Oh, hey, here's a big fancy card. Oh, boy, isn't that oh, beautiful? Oh, my. Somebody must really like it. That's a lovely winter scene, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Who's it from? Oh, it opens up. Let me see. Oh, poetry. 
May you have every Christmas joy through winter, spring, and summer. To send your cares all down the drain, call John the Oak Street Plumber. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? You know, I think we ought to answer that, McGee. John might feel hurt if he doesn't get a Christmas greeting from us. I'll write him. Yeah, you do that. You write him. I think I'll say, Dear John. Yeah, Dear John letter. We called you on last New Year's Day. You charged 12 bucks a trip. The sink reminds us still of you. It's such a constant drip. <laughs> That's great. You want to write that to him, or shall I call him up and read it to him on the phone? No, neither one. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, besides, we might need him again sometime. I better check over the gifts again now before we... Come in. Merry Christmas, kids. Season's greetings. Oh, hi, old-timer. Merry Christmas. Season's greetings to you, Mr. Old-timer. Stop by to bring your present, kid. Well, gee whiz, you shouldn't have done it. I'll take it back. Oh, no. <laughs> then never mind. Thank you very much. My, it's a beautiful package. Yeah, big one, too. Oh, here, we got a present for you, too, old-timer. There you are. Uh, little one, ain't it? Thanks anyhow, though. Probably lovely. I hope you like it. Oh, I love the holidays, kids. Christmas Eve always puts me in mind of the fun I used to have when I was a kid with that old gang of mine. The old gang, huh? Yep. Gee, but I give the world to see that old gang. <clears throat> sure was a great old gang, kids. That old gang of mine used to go out every year singing Christmas carols. Yeah, who all was in your crowd? Very exclusive groups, huh? I'll bet. There was Johnny and Pete and Ronnie and Skeet. It was Eddie and Slim and Teddy and Myra Bell Klooferhorn. Myra Bell Klooferhorn? How'd she get in the gang? Needed her for harmony, Johnny. Oh? She had a fine, rich baritone, Myra did. The rest of the gang was boy sopranos. <laughs> sang a lot, did you? Only at Christmas, daughter. Used to sing the silent nights so loud we was hoarse the rest of the year. Ah, <laughs> uh, we did have fun, kids. Me and the old gang were together all the time. I tell you, we were insufferable. I can imagine. And then, as so often happens to good friends and true, a woman came between us. Yep, a woman busted up that old gang of mine. Who was it? Mama. Moved out of town and took me with her. <laughs> so long, kids. Merry Christmas! Merry, Merry Christmas, More fun with the McGee shortly. One of the outstanding characteristics of a democracy is the right of each individual to worship according to his conscience and his beliefs. The churches of America symbolize the belief of many that through community worship, we can gain the moral strength and courage to lead a good life. They symbolize the important role which religion has played in the shaping of our nation. Each day, thousands turn to their religious leaders for personal guidance and for material help. Without religion, many of these people would have nowhere to turn in their hour of need. All of us recognize the important role played during the war by chaplains of all faiths in helping our soldiers to adjust to military life. Thus, it is manifest that religion is an important part of the moral fiber of America. It was the need to worship which drove our forefathers to leave their native lands and come here. Let us not forget the importance of the church in our lives. Let us, through recognition of moral and spiritual hungers, guide ourselves and our families toward a way of life which bespeaks peace and harmony and goodwill toward all men. What do you think the old-timer gave us? A big package. I don't know. We'll open it tomorrow. 
I hope he likes the pipe and tobacco we gave him. Well, he better like it. I looked all over town to find a bargain like that. You can't hardly find a corncob pipe these days. Wonder who this is. Come in. Hi, Mr. McGee, Miss McGee. Merry Christmas. Well, happy Yuletide, Teeny. Merry Christmas, Teeny. Come on in. Yeah. I came to bring you a present. It's for both of you, and I made it. Here. Oh, you made it. Gee whiz, that's a beautiful present. Lovely package. Just beautiful. Wonder what could be in it. It's a... A wash rag. Hmm? It's a simply just lovely wash rag, and I made it in school. Oh. Because we were learning how to knit, and all of us kids were knitting socks, only my socks came out of wash rag. Oh. Well, it's just what we needed. Oh, sure it is. And I got a wash rag. You can both use it. Well, we just don't know how to thank you, Teeny. Well, we have a little present for you, too, honey. We sent it over to your house. Oh, boy. Gee, thanks. Hey, Mr. McGee. Hmm? Will you do something for me, though, for Christmas? Hmm? Tell me a story, will you, please? <laughs> a, a story for Christmas, hmm? Well, okay, Teeny. Seems as good a time as any. <laughs> oh, goody. I love your stories. Well, I like them, too, Teeny. I'll just sit over here out of the way, and I'll keep real quiet, dearie. Oh, Teeny, did you ever hear the story about Laura, the lopsided pine tree? Oh, no, mister. No, I never heard that one. Mm-hmm. Is it a true story, mister? Hmm? A true one, is it? Hmm? Well, it's a, sort of a little piece of folklore that's been kind of handed down from generation to generation. Or will be, as soon as I can think it up. Oh, boy, that's the best kind of it, Yeah, well, well, sir, long time ago, once upon a time, there used to be a great big forest. Oh, it was out past Dugan's Lake a ways, and it was all full of tall pine trees. Oh. And every year on Christmas Day, the king of the forest would invite all the people from all around, and they'd have a Christmas party and sing songs and give each other presents, and they have a wonderful time. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, every year the king would pick out the prettiest tree in the forest to have Christmas under, you see. Mm-hmm. There got to be quite a contest among the local pines to see which one would be chose, the king's tree. The king's tree, hmm. Yeah. Now, way off in one corner of the forest, kind of by herself, stood Laura. The lopsidedest, funniest, lookingest, poorest little scrubby old pine tree in the whole woods. Her branches were all cockeyed, and her bark was always falling down, and she was, she was just a real sad sapling. Oh, poor Laura. And the other trees, the, the big, tall, beautiful-looking ones, they used to sneer at little lopsided Laura all the time. Some of them trees got so vain about their good looks that you just couldn't stand them. Spent all her- Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time primping and powdering their combs and Combing the birds' nests out of their hair and looking pretty. Oh, that, that's not a good way, I betcha. People, people shouldn't be vain, especially pine trees. That's right. But these pine trees got so bad they, they wouldn't let a bird build in their branches. And they shook all the squirrels out onto the ground. And the only place the little creatures had to live was Laura. And little lopsided Laura gave them all a home. 
She had a kind heart, huh? Sure. But the other trees used to razz her something fierce. Look at Lopsy, they'd say. Get her. Hair full of bird's nests and her lap full of squirrels. <laughs> Boy, are you a mess, they'd say. Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, them pine trees needle her all the time. They were naughty pines, huh? Naughty pines. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that myself. Well, anyhow, one Christmas Eve, little Laura just couldn't take it any longer, and she just broke down and cried. Oh. Just stood there sobbing kind of softly to herself. Oh, gee. Just, just like a weeping willow, huh, mister? A weeping willow? Well, she was more what you might call a crying conifer, sis. Oh. And while she was standing there crying softly and the other mean old trees were snickering at her, all at once it happened. Oh, boy, this is a good part of it. What happened? Is this a good part? Yeah. It happened that a young angel was passing by that night. She was in a hurry trying to get home for Christmas, you see. And... Where, where had she been, mister? Where had the angel been? Oh, she'd been over in Pittsburgh or Wichita or Oskaloosa or someplace to say hello to a couple of new babies. She stopped someplace else to sort of spread her wings over a young couple that were getting married that day, and she looked in to let a little crippled boy know that he was going to be okay for Christmas. You know, just just business calls like angels do. Sure, I know, I betcha. Anyhow, when the angel heard Laura, the lopsided pine tree, crying, she wheeled down to investigate, and Laura told her the story through her tears. And the angel smiled and just waved her wings, and poor little Laura... The lopsided pine became the prettiest tree in all the world. Oh, <laughs> goody for her. The tears that poor little pine tree shed froze into beautiful, shining icicles. Oh. And her cones gleamed like colored lights, and her branches were dusted with snow. And way up on her tip-top branch, the angel hung a shining star. And they named the tree the Christmas tree. Oh. Yeah. The people came and admired the tree and gave each other presents and wished each other happiness and peace and a Merry Christmas, just like Mrs. McGee and I wish you. Oh, gee, that's wonderful, Mr. McGee. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas, Teeny. I just hope the whole world has a Merry Christmas, I betcha. Everybody. So do we, Teeny. Merry Christmas to all. Say good night to Fibber and Molly in a moment. NBC. Throughout the year, these initials ring out as the trademark of the National Broadcasting Company. And tonight, this Christmas Eve, the National Broadcasting Company extends to you, the listener, its heartfelt wishes for a Christmas filled with peace and happiness and contentment. That this day may bring renewed hope to all the world is the Christmas wish of NBC. Ever-present in broadcasting is the call to pioneer, improve, and extend service to the public. To meet this magnificent challenge is the constant aim of NBC. It is the purpose and intention of NBC that the character and influence of its sponsored and sustaining program shall help to increase commerce and employment, raise the living standard, enlarge the spiritual and cultural experience of the people, and enrich their lives. The National Broadcasting Company earnestly hopes that its programs will always be welcomed in your home and in all homes throughout America. Good 
transcribed. This is NBC, The Night Before Christmas. Sharp and clear. That's the absolute finest television set I ever did see. Well, now, wait a minute. How do you know that's such a fine television set, Andy? You ain't even got the thing turned on. Don't need to turn this set on to know it's a Just got to look at the nameplate. See what it says? CBS. Oh, CBS, yeah. That makes the greatest sight unseen. Oh, CBS. <laughs> CBS Columbia, makers of America's most advanced radio and television receivers, present transcribed The Amos and Andy Show, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Amanda Randolph, Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amos Reese, Gus Bays, Lud Gluskin's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites, Freeman Gosden and Charles Carell. Amos and Andy! The kingfish and his wife, Sapphire, and her mother planned on spending a month's vacation in Mama's cottage up in the country. The kingfish has just been up to look the place over after the winter and has just returned with bad news. What's this you say, George? They had a flood up where our cabin is? Flood? I'll say there was. When I got there, the Coast Guard was draining out the cabin. They had a bilge pump down the chimney. <laughs> Years ago, I spent my honeymoon up there. Yeah, well, unless you was a romantic barracuda, ain't exactly ideal honeymoon spot no more. Now, George, stop this fooling. Is there any dampness in the house? Well, there was a little in the living room. A little? How much? About ten feet. <laughs> but the water done receded. Well, is the floors dried out? Now, that's hard to tell, honey. You see, when the flood receded, uh, it receded the floor with it. That's what happened. <laughs> well, we ain't got the money to fix it up. I guess we'll just have to give up any thought of a vacation right now. You know, maybe we could rent it out to somebody. Oh, don't be silly. Only a boob would want a place like that. Then you shouldn't have no trouble. <laughs> Takes one to know one. Mine's right, George. You know, the thing we ought to do is put an ad in the newspaper. Come on, Mama. We'll go in and call him up. Hmm. Trying to rent that flooded cottage. This ain't going to be easy. It would take a fish to live up there. A fish, uh, fish, uh, say, wait a minute, sir. I think I know who's just the big, fat, pooped-out porpoise to occupy that aquarium, too. <laughs> Just 
just keep walking, Anna. The cottage is just over this next knoll down in the little valley. Yeah. Lovely location, Anna. Situated right between uh, Disappointment Knolls and Gutted Glen. A beautiful spot there. Well, listen, Kingfish. I don't know why I should be taking a vacation this time of the year. Oh, look, Anna. I worried about you. You spend the whole winter down here in the city breathing this obnoxious air? Well, you mean the air up here is better? Oh, certainly it is, Andy. In the city, the air is one part hydrogen and two parts carbon peroxide. (laughs) There's only one way that you can get pure air than this, Andy. And I don't think you want to spend your vacation in no oxygen tent, do you? Well, maybe you was right, Kingfish, but uh, tell me something. Is the water in the lake down there been rising lately? Rising? Uh, What make you say that? Well, it sure looks to me like there was a flood up here. Yeah, well, now, here we is, Andrew, right here. Yeah, here we is. Boy, look at that. There is your dream cottage. Yeah, I want to go. Uh, wait a minute, Kingfish. Mm-hmm. If the water don't rise around here, how come the house is up in the air on six-foot pylons? Uh, ventilation, Andy. Under the house, uh, they got what you call a breezeway. Uh, now, come on, Andy. Let's climb the steps here and take a look at your beautiful mansion, boy. Yeah, well, okay. Now, follow me across the porch, Andy. Uh, watch the loose boards there. Uh, here, Andy, I tell you, when you move in, uh, uh, say, Andy, uh, uh, that's funny. He was here a minute ago. Andy, Andy, where is you? I was down here in the breezeway, Kingfish. <laughs> this ain't no time to play games. Come on out of there. Here, give me a hand here. Yeah. Stand on that rock down there. Yeah, okay. Come on, come on. Up, up, up. All right. All right, there you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, holy mackerel, Kingfish. I went right through the porch. Well, like any place, the boys need a little tightening up, you know. Come on, let's go in the door here. Mm, the door needs a little tightening, too, don't it? Uh, just step over the thing, Danny. Uh, just leave it down on the floor. Uh, now, here we are. Uh, look the living room over there, Andy. See there? Nice new floors we put in you. Well, listen, Kingfish, this is all just one big room. How you get five rooms out of this place? Well, like all summer places, Andy, you just draw the curtain. Now, you see, you draw the curtain like this, and there you is. On this side of the curtain, you got a bedroom, and on the other side, you got a nice eight-by-four living room. Uh, that don't give me much of a living room. Suppose I want to have a big housewarming party. I got about 30 or 40 friends I'd like to have up. How's I going to entertain them all in that little bitty living room? Well, you can stagger the guests. Do like to do at the airport. Have them circle around outside, tell you it's ready for them to come in and make a landing at the punch bowl. (laughs) Yeah, well, all right. Tell me something. What is this curtain here? Well, if you're having a dinner party, Andy, you just pull this across like this, you see. And there's your dining room. But I don't know about this place, Kingfish, with the curtains and everything. Now, look, Andy, I admit the thing needs a little fixing up. But you can have the place for the whole summer for just 200 bucks. What do you say, boy? Well, that ain't bad. Oh, great bargain there. Okay, it's a deal, Kingfish. I'll take it. Fine, Andy. Now, let's go back to the city and we'll sign the ironbound contract there. You go ahead, Andy, and we'll follow you on the porch here. I'll, I'll right behind you. Yeah, okay, let's go. Say, Kingfish, I was going to tell, uh, uh, I, uh, well, that's funny. I thought the Kingfish was following me. <laughs> hey, Kingfish. Kingfish, where is you? Down here, Andy. Just stopped down to inspect the breezeway. <laughs> 
what a break. I'm just glad I got that cottage rented in. Let me get in the apartment here and tell Sapphire. Sapphire, home, got some good news for you. Well, I got wonderful news for you today, George. We got an answer to our ad, and I rented the cottage today to a Mr. Walter Jackson for $100. He's moving in there tonight. Uh, honey, wait a minute. This here is a mess. I done rented the cottage to Andy, and he's moving in there late tonight. Oh, you ain't, George. Oh, that's awful. Mr. Jackson is a very nervous man. He said as soon as he got there, he was going to go right to bed. Oh, I wonder what'll happen. Well, I don't know, but I got an idea there's going to be more screaming and yelling up there than the time that Grandma was slapping the hogs and fell into the pig waller. <laughs> Hello there, this is Freeman Gosden. Tonight's Amos and Andy show is a little special because it marks the start of our second six months of sponsorship by CBS Columbia. And this is a good time to tell you about something my partner, Charles Carell, and I have talked about a number of times, and it is this. It's really a pleasure to be selling a top-notch product like CBS television sets. The CBS Columbia people build a truly fine television receiver, and we just come right out and tell you so without any ifs, ands, or buts. It makes us feel good to know that when you go down to your dealers and see the fine picture on a CBS set, when you hear the 360 full fidelity sound, and when you try CBS sweep tuning, you'll discover what we have said about CBS television sets is not exaggerated at all. These CBS sets are exceptional sets and each one represents solid value. Of course, there's a mighty good reason for it. CBS Columbia is the set manufacturing division of the Columbia Broadcasting System, the greatest name in home entertainment. Oh, me, it sure is dark in this cottage. Well, I got my nightshirt on here in the washing area. Too bad I fell down that breezeway and busted my kerosene lamp. <laughs> yeah, let me feel my way across the living room here. Hmm. Kingfish must have pulled all the curtains. Ah, here we are. Here we are. Here's the bed. Yeah, let me sit down on the edge of it. Oh, me. Is I tired? Yeah, I was really exhausted. How you like that? I really must be tired. I ain't asleep, but I was snoring already. Yeah, well, let me lay down. Pull the covers up around me here. Uh-oh. This is one of them short beds. My feet is sticking out of the bottom. Yeah, there he is. There's my foot with the corn plaster on it. There's my foot with the busted toe. And there's my foot with the sock on it. That... Holy smoke. I must be tired than I thought I was. From here, it looks like I got three feet. I wonder what done. Yeah, and I'm snoring again, and I ain't asleep. Seems to be something here on the next pillar. 
Uh Uh-oh, there's something wrong here, because I know I ain't got two heads. (laughs) Oh, me. I must be so tired I'm having hallucinations. Well, I'm going to make the final test. I'm going to reach down here and pinch my foot with a sock on it. There. Ouch! Holy mackerel. I pinched my foot and the other head said, ouch. I'm getting out of here. Wait a minute. Who's here in this room? Ain't nobody here, mister. You was all alone. Wait a minute. Stop, stop. Out of my way. Help. Let me out of here. Help. Help. Yeah, Amos, and that's the whole story. Yeah, that's a terrible thing, Andy, finding another man in your bed. Oh, yeah, it was a mess, Amos. He ran out the back way, and I run out the front way. Yeah, well, uh, how did you get that bump on your head, Andy? Oh, well, that. Uh, on the way out, I slipped on a dead fish and landed in the breezeway again. <laughs> uh, you say that you ain't got no idea who this man was you found in bed? No. When the kingfish rented me the place, he didn't say nothing about no other man. I'm beginning to see here, uh, you rented the place from the kingfish, huh? Yeah. Did you ever stop to think that the kingfish might have rented this place to uh, one other fella? Well, now, why would the kingfish want to do that? After all, in the past, we has always been buddies. I mean, he never tried to jip me to, uh... I mean, he ain't never tried to pull no, uh... I mean, uh... Holy mackerel, Amos, he's done it again. <laughs> you know, if I was you, I'd get hold of that kingfish right away and straighten this nonsense out, Andy. Yeah, I'm going to call him up right away. Say, by the way, Amos, could any of your kids use a turtle? I found this in the pocket of my nightie when I got out of the breezeway. <laughs> now, take it easy, Andy. There ain't no sense in hollering me on the telephone. Yeah, well, the whole thing was a mistake. No, you can't have your money back. I work the thing. I just give me time, Andy. Well, I know. All right, all right. I'll call you back later. Goodbye. Oh, me, what a mess. I rent the place to Andy and Sapphire rents it to Mr. Jackson. One of them has got to go. I, uh... Well, if it ain't Al Gonquin, Jack Calhoun. Now, hi, you kingfish. Yeah, come on in here. Uh, what brings you over here, Al Gonquin? Well, I was over making a political speech in the park. Oh, making a political speech? Oh, making a speech, huh? I'll say I climbed up on my soapbox and made the greatest speech of my career. I stood on that soapbox and I said, Ladies and gentlemen, I is for clean government. We must wash our hands of vice and corruption. The time has come to scrub away the stigma of bribery, to bathe ourselves in democracy and freedom. Yeah, well, uh, did you get many votes? No, but I sure sold a lot of soap. (laughs) Well, I got a different problem, uh, uh, Gonky. Look here. I rented a, a vacation cottage up in the Catskill Mountains to Andy... And my wife then rented it to a Mr. Jackson. Yeah. And last night, they both discovered each other up there in the place at the same time. Uh-oh. That's a nasty business, Kingfish. A nasty business. <laughs> Somebody got to go. Uh, well, now, I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to keep Andy up there because he's paying me $200. Yeah. He's a $200 man, but I want to unrun it from Jackson 
Because he only paying me a hundred dollars. See the idea that he 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 paying me half. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Well, the thing to do is is, is is to scare this fella Jackson out of there. Scare him? Huh? Scare him? Yeah, you know that's pretty wild country up there in the Catskills, and you could make him think it's too dangerous to live up there. Tell him that there's some wild animals or something in the woods. Ooh, that's a great idea, Calhoun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah tell him the animals. Yeah, I'll tell Andy the truth about this yeah. and get him to go up there and help me scare this fella Jackson up. Yeah, yeah. Well, when it comes to your vacation, I hope you don't have no trouble like this, Calhoun. Oh, I ain't gonna have no trouble. I does the same things every summer. Well, every Sunday I goes out to Coney Island and rides the biggest roller coaster they got. Yeah, well, don't you get scared on that roller coaster, Calhoun? Scared? Kingfish? When it goes down that first dip, I screams out loud. By the time it hits the bottom, I is blubbering like a baby. <laughs> when the ride is over, it takes two minutes to get me out the car. Oh, Kingfish, I is a whimpering, blubbering mess. I have to spend three days in bed before it's, I was well enough to go back and, 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 and ride that thing again on the next Sunday. Uh, hold a smoke, Calhoun. If the roller coaster make you that sick, why do you keep going on it? I've got a free pass. Oh. The crowning glory of any TV set is its sound system. No matter how good a picture you get, you can't enjoy a show thoroughly unless the sound is sparkling clear. In the field of television sound, CBS sets stand alone with their famous 360 full-fidelity sound system. The very same system that has received worldwide acclaim in hi-fi phonographs. As you probably know, 360 sound uses two speakers. But let me point out that the number of speakers is by no means the whole story. In the CBS 360 system, these two speakers are specially matched and specially designed with deep cones and heavy voice coil magnets. They are powered by a specially designed amplifier that handles a wide range of sound without distortion. These speakers face in opposite directions so that sound reaches you from all around. The whole room plays. And here's something else that's mighty important. Not only does the 360 system sound better than anything else you've ever heard in television, but you'll be conscious of an improvement in picture quality, too. And that's not just a claim. It's a fact proved in a recent psychological test. For a new experience in TV, go on down to your dealers and see and hear a CBS television set. 21-inch models start at $149.95. <laughs> Mr. Jackson, it was nice of you to phone me, and I'm awfully sorry to hear you had all this trouble. Yes, Mrs. Stevens. I'm phoning you from the hardware store in the village near the cottage. After what happened last night, I came down here to the hardware store and bought myself a gun. Well, I'm sure when my husband gets there tonight, he, he'll straighten the whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> dark up here at Dizzle Dell tonight, ain't it, Kingfish? Well, now, Andy, uh, here's the cottage. Now, listen to this. Yeah. I go in and talk to Mrs. Jackson like I told you I was going to do. Mm -hmm. 
Now, you know what you're going to do to help me scare him away. Yeah, sure. I'm going to hide in the bushes and pull this string with the rosin on it through this big tin can like this. <laughs> yeah, good and a good. Now, that really sounds like a mountain lion, all right. Yeah. Oh, that really ought to scare Now, get over in the bushes there, and when I get in the cottage, and I was there for about two, three minutes, yeah. you make a noise like a mountain lion. Yeah, well, uh, say, tell me something, uh, you sure we're doing the right thing here, Kingfish? Couldn't backfire nothing, could it? Oh, of course not, Andrew. Yeah, well, I hope this string and can don't make no noise like a female mountain lion. Because if a male mountain lion heard the thing and come around, I sure hate to see his expression when he found out it was just a tin can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, never mind that, Andrew. Now, tell you what, you get on over there in the woods... And I go in there now and talk to Mr. Jackson. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll be going over there. I'll see you. I'll see you. Hmm. Mr. Jackson got his lights turned on. He must be in all right. I'd better knock on the bias here. I don't want to go through that breezeway again. <laughs> hmm. I shouldn't have too much trouble with this fellow. Yes? Yes, what is it? Oh, uh, don't be alarmed, Mr. Jackson. Uh, I ain't no wild beast from out of the woods. Uh, I was only your landlord. Oh, you must be Mr. Stevens. Won't you come in? Uh, just dropped in to see if you was comfortable up here in this lonely, desolate spot. Well, I was telling your wife, I had quite an experience last night. Hmm. Woke up in the middle of the night, and there was this man in my bed. You don't mean to tell me. Hmm. Well, uh, you got a break anyway. At least you wasn't sharing the covers with a coyote or something like that. Uh, it was a frightening experience. Well, just being such a wild part of the woods, almost anything could happen, you see. Yeah, I tell you. Good heavens, what was that? Uh, that, oh, uh, that was just one of them man-eating ferocious mountain lions. Hmm, <laughs> sounds like he's pretty hungry tonight, don't it? You mean there are mountain lions up here? Oh, yeah, yeah, the woods is full of them, uh, I rented the place last year to a man and woman with eight kids. And he took my advice and he counted them every morning before breakfast. <laughs> the second week, he started coming up shy. Of course, I reduced the rent as the season wore on, you see. <laughs> mm, sound like you're ready for a blue plate dinner tonight, don't you? Well, I'm certainly glad I'm prepared for something like this. Uh, prepared? Yes, after that little episode with that prowler last night... I went into town and bought myself a gun. Yeah, well, I'm glad you, you, you said about uh, uh, a gun. Yeah, <laughs> Remington, 30 caliber with a telescopic sight. I'll go and get it. I'll fix that mountain. Yeah, well, while you're gone, I'll go out on the porch and see if I can scare the mountain lion away. <laughs> mountain lion, mountain lion. <laughs> Shut up, you fool, and listen. <laughs> Coming out here with a gun, 30 caliber Remington. Beat it, mountain lion, beat it. I got my gun. Well, uh, it's, it's too late, Mr. Jackson. He done gone off in the woods. Wait a minute. I see it between the trees. Maybe I can get a shot. <laughs> oh, you missed him. Mm. Uh, something wrong, mister? Well, I know I'm nervous. But I could have sworn that mountain lion had on a derby. <laughs> Stevens? I don't know what's going on here, but I'm moving out. I want my money back. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, Mr. but you can move out if you want to, but 
I ain't giving you your money back. Look, are you trying to jip me here? No, I can't help it if you're scared and move it out on your own violation. You can't get no money back from me. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, what was that? I was just cocking the gun here. That was $100 even, wasn't it, Mr. I got it. George Stevens, I ain't gonna spend my vacation up there in Dismal Dell, and that's that. Yeah, but we got her, honey. Mr. Jackson done moved out, and after the shooting, Andy won't have no part of the place. He demanded his money back. Well, I ain't going to no place that's liable to be flooded. Now, look, Sapphire, look here. A couple of days of sunshine and the place will be as dry as toast. The rainy season's over. I guarantee you that. Ain't gonna rain no more. Well, all right, George. Oh, good. I no guarantee money. you. Yeah, but I hope you're right, because we ain't got no money to go no place else. Guess we'll just have to make the best of that cottage. But let me warn you, George. You know what dampness will do to Mama's lumbago. Yeah. And if anything happens to spoil this vacation, I'll never forgive you the rest of my life. Well, good morning, Sapphire, darling. Your mama's still sleeping behind the other curtain there, so I brung your breakfast into you. How'd you sleep your first night at good old Dismal Dell? George, I was just looking out the window here. It's raining. Oh, no, honey, just a little slight spring drizzle, we call it. Now, look, George Stevens, you don't think there's going to be another flood, do you? No, no, honey, uh, you read in the newspaper, the flood season is over. Oh, we is a good mile from the lake, and anyway, the house is on six-foot piling. No water can come in here this time of year. Well, all right, George. Oh, say, you forgot the coffee. Yeah, I was waiting for the milk. Uh, I'll go out on the porch and see if it's come in yet. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, holy mackerel, Sapphire. Look what's floating in the front door. What is you doing to that poor old TV set? Trying to wreck it? No, sir. I is unwrecking it. I is creating the greatest contribution ever made to the ancient art of tuning in a TV set. Yeah, well, that's nice, Andy. Tell me about it. Well, you know the nuisancey way you always had to tune a TV set. All them twiddly little dials with the squinty little numbers. All that bending down and reaching around. Uh, yeah? Boy, that's gone. With my new system, the channel numbers is big and easy reading. And they are spread out clean across the front of the set. And under the numbers, there's just this one handy little knob. Then, when you want to switch from channel four to channel two, you just swoosh that knob across, and there you is. Uh, where is that? You is locked in tune for good. That's where you is. Well, Andy, there's just one thing about this invention of yours. It has already been invented by the CBS Columbia people. They calls it sweep tuning. You mean to say that CBS Columbia has done beat me to the draw? They already got this quickest, handiest station selector ever invented? They sure has. That's the sweep tuning everybody's been talking about. What's more, you can get sweep tuning in a 21-inch CBS TV set for only $149.95. Hmm. Hey, where you going, Dan? Gotta get to my dealer before he's sold out of them CBS sweep tuning sets. Yeah, wait a minute here. 
uh, take your old set along with you. Get yourself a real nice trade-in. Well, folks, we'd like to say goodnight for our sponsors, CBS Columbia, manufacturers of America's most advanced radio and television receivers. Thank you and goodnight. See you next Sunday. Be sure to be with us at this same time next Sunday for the Amos and Andy Show, transcribed and directed by Cliff Howell. Tonight's program was brought to you by CBS Columbia, manufacturers of full-fidelity television receivers. And for a real treat in TV entertainment, tune in Life with Father, presented every week by CBS Columbia over the CBS Television Network. See your paper for time and station. Now stay tuned for Our Miss Brooks, which follows immediately over most of these same radio stations. This portion of the podcast is sponsored by the Christian Devotional and Prayer Journal for Women. Are you looking for a guided Christian devotional and undated journal to help you deepen your faith and prayer life? Well, look no further. The Women's Bible Study and Devotional is designed to help you explore the Bible in a meaningful way and to develop the habit of regular devotion and prayer. The guide provides scripture-based lessons and activities that will help you draw closer to God and gain an understanding of the Bible's teachings. You can get your copy from Amazon, or you can see the link at the top of our show notes. This part of the podcast is sponsored by Understanding the Bible Made Easy. Are you looking to better understand the Bible? Then look no further than Understanding the Bible Made Easy. This book is a perfect companion for anyone looking to explore the Bible in a comprehensive and easy-to-understand way. With clear explanations, helpful tips, this book will help you gain a deeper understanding of the Bible so you can start applying its teachings to your life right away. Get your copy of Understanding the Bible Made Easy from Amazon or check out the link at the top of our show notes. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.